Angel, watch this. Okay, what am I watching? I'm going to leap off this trampoline over the table, land on the chair, and slide all the way over to the radio and listen to Kids Corner. Wouldn't it be easier to, I don't know, walk over and listen? Yeah, but it wouldn't be as daring. Look, Travis, I don't want to watch you wipe out on Mom's new table. Come on, we'll let the kids on the radio be daring instead. Fine. Here's the cape back from the cleaner's feet. Great! Did the stains come out? <laughs> yep. It looks like your costume is all ready to go for your next stunt. Perfect. Oh, that must be the reporter for our interview. Right. I'll see them in. Hello? Good morning. I'm Early Everett from Evening News. I'm looking for Perilous Pete, the daredevil that defies death daily. That sure is a lot of alliterations. Part of the job, ma'am. All part of the job. Say, I don't think I've got your name, darling. Sage will be fine. Thank you. Is that the reporter, Sage? Right this way. Thank you, thank you. Nice place you got here. Kind of a garage motif with a hint of... I don't know... something adventurous, I'm sure. How are you, sir? Ready for the event? I was born ready. Right, right. Your catchphrase as usual. Say now, friend, why don't you lie it all on the line for me? What's the stupendous stunt you're serving up this Saturday? It's on all of the posters. I'm going to jump seven buses on a motorcycle! That's it? I see that kind of stunt every other Tuesday. Really? I doubt that you've seen anything like this. Please. People do motorcycle jumps over stuff all the time. Buses are like old, old school. Motor? <laughs> oh, you think... I'm going to be on the motorcycle? No, no. The buses are going to be balanced on the motorcycle. I'm going to jump over all eight vehicles myself. Wait, the buses? You lost me. How is this even possible? Exactly. It's never been seen. It's never been done. He does not mess around. He is an artist. Well, yeah, I guess he is. Yes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to start my focusing. Focusing? Shh. What's he talking about? Daredevil work is very stressful. He has to spend at least half an hour just chilling. Chilling, huh? You mean like stretches or something? More like listening. Listening? Shh. Good morning, kids. <laughs> what are you up to today? Hi, Mr. Jacobs. We're practicing stunts. Stunts, huh? Is that why all of the couch cushions are all over the floor? Don't worry, we'll put them back when we're done. Oh, I don't mind if you use them, Everett. I just want to make sure you're being careful. So, what kind of stunts are you doing exactly? Well, Sage and I are doing tumbles and falls. I saw a video online that taught how to fall without getting hurt, so we're practicing. We're not great at it yet, so we thought some cushions might be a good idea. Good thinking. How about you, Peter? What kind of daring acts of skill are you working on? I'm trying to learn how to do a handstand. It's harder than I thought. It's not that hard, see? You just gotta mm, lean against the wall and boom, see? First off, Everett, that's standing on your head, not your hands. Same thing. I'm pretty sure it's not. And secondly, I want to stand by myself. No one or wall helping me. I'm not sure that's even possible. It is. I've seen pictures. Yeah, but pictures can be fake. As it turns out, I've seen many people not only stand, but even walk on their hands. What? On the internet or something? No, it was in person. It's a rare skill, but then again, not as rare as you might think. So, it's something I can learn? Sure, if you practice. It still sounds impossible to me. I mean, do they make shoes for people's hands? I don't think so. 
I mean, there's gloves. Not the same thing. Not even close. Well, I'm gonna keep trying. Let me know if you need any help. I won't need help. Just practice. Oh! I'm good. Well, while you practice, I'll listen to the radio. And we'll join you. Whoa, that was super close, Peter. Did you guys see that? I think I caught the tail end of it. Yeah, I stood on my hands for like half a second. That's not very long. Still, it proves that it's possible, Sage. Yeah, for like a few seconds tops. Wait, you're not giving up, are you? No, my arms are just tired, Everett. I'll, I'll try again in a bit. I have to say, Peter, I admire your tenacity. Thanks, I think. It means you stuck to it. And it was pretty impressive how long you did. Or you could just call it being stubborn. You know, you might learn a lot faster if you let us help you out a bit. And you'd fall down a lot less. Sage has a point. But I don't want to get used to having to rely on someone else to do things. How can you do amazing things if you're always counting on someone else to help you? It kind of kills the stunt. How indeed. What? Uh, sorry. That kind of reminded me of something in the Bible about doing impossible things. You mean like miracles? Sort of, Everett. In Matthew 19, we can find the story of a man who came to Jesus to ask how good he had to be to get into heaven. And Jesus told him to follow God's commandments and to leave all of his riches behind and become one of his followers. The young man went away sadly, because though he was really good at keeping his commandments, he didn't want to give up his money and comfort to follow Jesus. Yeah, that would be hard. It would seem that Jesus would agree. After this, he told his disciples that it would be easier for a big camel to get through the hole in a sewing needle than for a rich person to get into heaven. He didn't mean that literally, did he? His disciples seemed to have thought he did. They got really upset and they asked him how anyone could be saved if that was the case. Jesus replied that with man, it would be impossible. But with God, anything is possible. Okay. That's good stuff, but what's that got to do with people helping Peter do a handstand? Yeah, am I not going to go to heaven because I'm not letting anyone help me? That seems a little extreme. <laughs> I think you're right there. But this whole attitude of not wanting help reminded me of people who think they can live for God by just trying hard enough. The thing is, they will always fail without help. Right, that's why we go to church, to help each other live for God and stuff. Well, that definitely helps. But according to Jesus, even other Christians helping won't be enough. We need a helper that is more powerful than any number of people. So, like God. That's right. Shortly after Jesus went back to be with his Father in heaven, God sent what Jesus called a helper. It was God's own spirit that came into his people. The Bible tells us that when this happened, they began doing and saying amazing things. And even today, God's Spirit helps us to live for Him. So God lives in me? How does that work? What happens to my spirit if He comes in too? Do we share? You know, I don't know if we have enough time to answer all of those questions, but maybe a drama script will help explain things a little better. Yeah, let's go with that one. All right, I'll be right back. And we'll listen to the radio while we wait. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the interstellar drama, The Flight of the Pisces, an adapted biblical teaching about the Holy Spirit. Once upon a future, in the far reaches of space, 
there was a starport. If you have a spaceship that needs repairs, upgrades, or fuel, this is your go-to one-stop shop. Mainly because this is the only starport for light years around. But they have a great selection too. Captain Andromeda, fancy seeing you here? Cassiopeia, good to see you. Yeah, how's the old Pisces treating you? Can't complain, she's a good ship, and though the computer is a little faulty, we haven't had too much trouble. So, you're in the market for a new computer? You'll want to stop by Omega's Automations then. They're giving away free computers, part of the new edict from the Tri-Union. I'll have to check it out. Thanks, Cassie. Take care, Andy. And so Andy went to get his very own free computer. Ah, welcome to Omega's. You're probably here for your Alpha N, am I right? Maybe. I was told that there are free computers here. You heard right. These babies are lifesavers, let me tell you. I've been in some pretty rough situations, and if I didn't have one of these bad boys installed, well, let me tell you, I wouldn't be standing here today. That's for sure. Great. So, how do I get this installed, and what's the hidden fee? Hidden fee? You're kidding, right? Don't you know anything about post-scarcity economics? As for installation, we do all of that for you. Beginning to end, that's the Alpha N from Omega Guarantee. Great! My ship is the Pisces at Dock 5. Splendid! Thanks for coming. Oh, and be sure to tell your friends. Not long after this visit to the starport, Captain Andy took a job hauling space lettuce to a nearby space rabbit farm. Space bunnies gotta eat too. Usually this would be a simple matter. But on the star date of our story, a giant black hole erupted in the path of the Pisces. Captain Andy was too busy counting the crates of lettuce to see the danger ahead. And by the time he got back to the controls, he and his ship were in big trouble. Computer, what's going on? As the narrator said, we are headed into the gravity well of a black hole. As you may know, black holes are objects in space that have so much gravity, nothing can escape them. Not even light. That's not good. Well, let's see if I can break us free. Captain Andy charged up all the engines and turned his ship away from the anomaly. But no matter how much he fought, the ship still was slowly getting dragged further and further into the black hole's grip. If we do not do something soon, the ship will be lost and all cargo and crew with her. Not helping, computer. All seemed hopeless until Andy remembered something. You heard right. These babies are lifesavers. Let me tell you. I've been in some pretty rough situations, and if I didn't have one of these bad boys installed, well, let me tell you, I wouldn't be standing here today. That's for sure. Andy flipped the switch for automatic pilot, and the computer roared with calculations. It plotted a new course, and within seconds, the Pisces and her crew and cargo were safely back on track to the Star Rabbit Farm with an extra hour to spare. Wow. Thanks, computer. I couldn't have done it without you. I know. Do you want to drive, or shall I? Alpha, take the wheel. Taking the wheel, sir. The moral is that when we try to live for God, we often think that we can do it by ourselves. The truth is, there are many ways for us to end up trapped in all kinds of sins and bad thoughts, and it can be impossible to get out on our own. Of course, God knows this, and he made a way out. Not only that, but he gives us his spirit to help guide us and save us from our own weakness. In fact, when we rely on his power instead of our own, that's when we can truly do the impossible.
Are you guys done with these cushions now? You look like you're a little stunted out. Yeah, we'll take care of them, Mr. Jacobs. We were just thinking about what we've been learning today. Yeah, is all that stuff you said from... Well, of course it is. Is it what, Sage? I was about to ask if the lessons at the end of the drama script were in the Bible, but it's Mr. Jacobs. He doesn't say something's from the Bible if it isn't. <laughs> I'm glad that's a trademark of my work, but it's always good to make sure. I think you'll find that in verses like Ezekiel 36:27, Matthew 11:28, and John 14:26. It's clear that God's Spirit helps us follow Him, which is the main lesson I was going for. So, is that like all that God's Spirit does? Help us do what's right? Oh, not at all. God's Spirit not only helps us live for God, but it also helps us talk to Him as well. And sometimes in our lives, we don't know what to pray for, or even how to pray. But the Holy Spirit does it and calls out for us, like it says in Romans 8.26. That's really good, especially for kids. We don't always know the best way to say the stuff that needs to be said good. Trust me, it's still useful for us grown-ups. Another thing that the Holy Spirit does is it marks us as people who belong to God. When you have God's Spirit inside you, it's like putting a sign on your lives that says, this person has chosen to belong to God. Interesting. Can I see yours? It's not a physical sign that we can show people, but it's on our spirits. And in many verses like Ephesians 1.13 and Revelation 9.4, these signs or seals are the way angels see who we belong to. Well, this all sounds great, but how do we get the Holy Spirit? Jesus tells us in Luke 11.13, we simply ask God for Him to give it to us. When we trust in Him and have faith that Jesus has saved us, the Holy Spirit comes to help us live for Him. It's that simple. Well, as much as I don't want to ask for help for things like handstands, I think I'd better ask for God's Spirit to help me do a better job doing what is right. So we can do anything. Philippians 3.14 Wait, you know a Bible verse, Sage? Don't act so surprised. I'm learning when I come around here, too. Me, too. Though, I've got to head home. I told Mom I'd be ready to go shopping before lunchtime. Yeah, we better go, too. After we clean up the couch cushions. Oh, right. Thanks, kids. Would you mind turning off the radio, too? I've got it.